Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. The suggestions and advice provided in this episode is based on our experience and is intended for general informational purposes only. Please consult with a qualified professional before attempting any techniques or activities described in this episode. Kids, welcome to our new episode. My name is Asher, and I am your host, along with my mom, Kristen. Have you checked out our website yet? Let us know what you want to learn about next by leaving us a review. Well, thank you very much. Today, we're going to do something a little different. <gasps> Asher, you know how we learn about culture and geography? Yeah. Even though we can always find ways to be adventurous at home or in our neighborhoods, sometimes a part of learning about the world might involve trying an activity that is new. Hmm. Yeah, but sometimes trying a new activity might be scary. Exactly. There's a lot of new things that Asher has tried where he felt a little nervous in the beginning. For example, when Asher was younger, he found riding roller coasters very scary. Ah! It made me dizzy. But then I tried it again later and liked it a lot. Now, when we went to an amusement park recently, Asher could not stop riding roller coaster rides. <laughs> yeah, sometimes when you try something new, it can make you feel scared or make you feel nervous. And that's okay, because it's always okay to be scared or nervous. What's another activity that made you nervous at first, but now it's one of your favorite things to do? Snorkeling! That's what we're going to learn about today. You bet. What is snorkeling? Snorkeling is an activity that lets people explore the underwater world. So all you need to snorkel is some basic equipment, a snorkel, a mask, and fins. The feeling of flowing in the crystal clear waters and surrounded by beautiful coral reefs is magical. <sighs> you can see things in their natural state, like fish, turtles, stingrays, dolphins, and even sharks! I got to snorkel with Wild dolphins once, and it was so cool. In the deep blue sea! Yes, but before we went into the deep blue sea, Asher went through a lot of steps to make sure he was comfortable diving in the deep oceans to snorkel. Yep, at first I was afraid to even put my head in the water, in the bathtub. Now I could jump into the ocean and snorkel with dolphins. Amazing! You must be very proud of yourself. 
So Asher, do you remember some of the steps we took a long time ago to prepare you for snorkeling? Kind of. Like you said, I used to be afraid of the water. I didn't want to learn how to swim. That's right. The first step we took was making sure you were comfortable in the water. We first practiced by splashing water during bath time. I didn't like that at first because getting water in the eyes didn't feel good sometimes. Yep. Then we moved on to the baby swimming pool. This is when we taught Asher the basic swimming techniques and safety precautions. He also took a few swimming lessons with an expert to make sure he felt comfortable swimming all by himself. Yes, and I wear thick wet suit. Even though we live in Los Angeles and a torn here, I get cold easily in the water when I come back from the jacuzzi. So wearing a wet suit keeps me warm, and it's so thick. That it helps me float a little. Yep, this was a little trick that made a big difference. Wearing a wetsuit that was thick enough to keep him warm allowed Asher to enjoy being in the water for a longer time. So when we moved over to the pool, the hardest part was learning how to put my face in the water. But I used goggles, so it was cool to see what it was like under the pool. That's right. It helped to wear goggles to protect the eyes from the water. Once Asher was comfortable wearing goggles under the water, we moved on to a mask. Now a goggle only covers the eyes, but a mask covers the eyes and the nose. Oh, oh yeah. If you wear a mask, you still have to breathe through your mouth, even if you're outside the water. So it could take time to get used to that. Because everyone's used to breathing through the nose. And as a side note to our grown-ups, if your child is not yet comfortable in the water or does not have much swimming experience at this point, it may be best to wait until they have developed proper swimming techniques, safety precautions, and can swim independently before transitioning to a mask. And after I felt safe using a mask. We added the snorkel to the mask. The snorkel is a short tube to help you breathe through your mouth while you are underwater. Asher, how did it feel to breathe through a snorkel for the first time? Well, it was weird at first, but when I practiced breathing through my mouth, I got used to it quickly. We tried it in the bathtub and just around the house. Then you kind of forget that you're breathing through your mouth. Phew. It felt different, but it helped because we talked about it before. And after Asher got used to breathing through the mouth with the snorkel, the next step was swimming in a pool with the snorkel in the baby pool. And the water was only up to mommy's knees. It was easier to practice floating on my belly because my belly was almost touching the ground. Yes, practicing in a very shallow pool is a great way to learn how to float on your belly, so your body is horizontal. It helped that Asher was able to put his hands down and touch the floor of the pool if he felt like he needed a break. Then, after I got used to floating on my belly, I was ready to swim in a deeper pool. So we spent time making sure Asher was okay with using a snorkel in a much deeper pool. 
Asher, was it scary to use a snorkel in a deeper pool rather than a kiddie pool? Actually, no, because it didn't matter how deep the water was. It was actually kind of more fun because I had more space to swim around. Even though now I couldn't touch the floor with my hands, I just popped my head up or reached out to Daddy. <laughs> yes, we always made sure that one of the grown-ups were able to help Asher in just an arm length away. We also spent some time figuring out which mask and snorkel felt most comfortable for Asher. Oh yeah, we tried several different ones. So trying on different masks, see what was best, was important. Once Asher found the mask that he liked most and felt comfortable swimming underwater with, we also practiced jumping into the pool. Why do you think it was important to learn how to jump into the pool? Because a lot of times when you're snorkeling, you're jumping off of a boat. Into the ocean! <laughs> but that was easy because I just shout, Cannonball! <laughs> well, but I will remind you that in the beginning, Asher did not feel safe jumping in. So he sat down on the edge of the pool with his feet in the water and jumped into a grown-up's arms. Okay. Then eventually, Asher felt brave enough to stand and jump in the water. Oh, I don't remember that. But that makes sense. So once Asher was comfortable in a snorkel and jumping in the water and swimming on his belly, we also added the fins. Fins are what you wear on your feet to help you swim better, like fish. It can help you float a little too. That's right, because in the ocean, sometimes the water can move a little fast and there are waves or currents, so wearing fins will help you swim better and have more control. Aye, aye, Captain. Yes, I also practice walking on the fence. I felt like a penguin. Wobble, wobble. Yes, so now at this point, Asher was very comfortable swimming in full snorkel gear and float on his belly with and without his floaty. He was able to jump into the pool and was used to breathing through his mouth for a long time. Then I felt ready to snorkel in the sea. Yes, the process of preparing took several months, and before we went out to snorkel in the ocean, we also talked about how it would feel to see fish, turtles, a stingray, wow. or even a shark. A shark! Yes, we also went to the aquarium many times to see fish and sharks. We reminded Asher that he will be safe because he will be with people that can help him. Asher's first time diving in the sea was on the shores of Maui, which is a beautiful island in Hawaii. We spent several days snorkeling in calm, shallow waters. Since this was his first time snorkeling in the ocean, we chose a spot where it was shallow enough that he was able to stand on his feet or his fins. Yeah, kind of like the baby pool. <laughs> but even though the water was shallow, and as soon as I put my head down, I saw tons of colorful fish. And then minutes later, I saw a turtle. Wow. We got lucky. And how did that make you feel, Asher? Happy! Yay! yay. 
like I'm in a whole new world. It was so cool, and I felt like a mermaid or something. Me too. Asher's mommy and daddy were very careful to stay right next to Asher the whole time, and of course, we all wore floaties and vests to keep us safe. Yes. When you are just starting to learn to snorkel, it's important to take deep, slow breaths. Make sure that the water is very calm and clear, and also take lots of breaks. Let's go now. Let's share some important rules about snorkeling. Yes, ma'am. What is number one? Never snorkel alone if you're a beginner. No, no, no. Very important to always have a buddy. A buddy system. Hey, buddy. Correct. And number two, always make sure before going in the water that your gears are working properly and that they fit comfortably. Got it. And your mask should fit nice and snug. And also, don't touch anything. No way. Don't touch the corals or stand on them, and don't chase any fish or turtles. Just let them be in their home. It's okay to maybe pick up a seashell or two, but always ask a grown-up before picking up anything in the water. You can point to it or go back onto the surface to ask. And always stay calm. So just focus on breathing and take. Lots of breaks. <sighs> What were some of the hard things that happened during snorkeling? Sometimes my mask got foggy, and water got in my mask. But mommy showed me how to get water out of my mask. Yes, you can practice this in the pool before you go into the sea. You use one hand to press the mask against your forehead. Look up and blow gently through your nose. Hmm. This will take some practice. So if water gets inside your snorkel, you can always pause and ask a grown-up to help you. Oh, and my favorite part—you could spit into your mask. Huh? Yes, that is a diver's little trick: spitting into your mask. <laughs> Mommy prefers that we use either baby shampoo. So it doesn't hurt our eyes, or even toothpaste to rub into our mask before we go diving. But please make sure to rinse it with water so the toothpaste doesn't get in your eyes. Ouch! Well, I hope we can find some time to go snorkeling again soon. Whether you're snorkeling in your bathtub or in an ocean somewhere, please remember to have an experienced grown-up to help you at all times. We never end our episode without some jokes. Hooray! Asher, do you have a joke you'd like to share? Yes. Why did the crab never share his toys? Why? Because he was selfish. <laughs> I get it. That's great. Did you have one more? Yes. Why did the seagull fly over the sea? Why? Because if it flew over the bay, it would be a bagel. <laughs> okay, 
What do you call a shark that likes to play the guitar? What? A jawsician. <laughs> Get it? A musician, but jaws because it's a shark. So jawsician. Yeah. Ha ha! I got it. Well, thank you so much for joining us on another fun episode of Culture Kids Podcast. And we also want to share that we have a brand new YouTube channel called Culture Kids Podcast. So check us out and subscribe to our channel. And stay tuned for another new episode next week. See you later. Bye. For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100-plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me. <laughs>